I want to read uh, Luke 10. Um, In Luke 10, I want to set this up. You can read this on your own. This would be a good exercise to do with others during this 90-day period to get together and read through Luke 10. But Jesus has trained His disciples. He's getting ready to send out the twelve with the good message about the kingdom of heaven. And they go out. And then they come back. Now, I don't think that they just went out one afternoon and then came back before the sun went down. I don't think that they just went out for one day and then came back. It was probably a longer extended period of time. But when they come back after going out to do this work, they come back and they're enthusiastic. They are excited. Verse 17, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Jesus said, yes. I saw Satan fall from heaven as a flash of lightning. This isn't Jesus recollecting the day that Lucifer rebelled and fell from heaven. This is Jesus saying what's happened right here has taken a large section of territory away from the enemy. This is a defeat for Satan. He has fallen down. We knocked him down. And then, skip down to uh, verse 21. Jesus was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. I don't know what image you may sometimes have in your mind of Jesus. And one of the things that I hope we do over these 90 days is that we get to know Jesus better. That we come to know Him. And one of the ways that we need to know Him is this moment where he is filled with joy. He is excited at what has happened. Listen to his prayer of thanksgiving. Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding the truth from those who think themselves so wise and clever and for revealing it to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. My Father has given me authority over everything. No one really knows the Son except the Father, and no one really knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Then when they were alone, He turned to the disciples and He said, How privileged you are to see what you have seen. I tell you, many prophets and kings have longed to see and hear what you have seen and heard, but they could not. Do you and I realize that we are this privileged? We are this privileged that we get to see what prophets and kings have looked forward to. And we too can experience that joy that Jesus experienced when he gives thanks to his Father. That's what the beginning of this 90-day period is all about. So you're here, you're ready for spiritual growth. Now the question is, how, what do we need to do? Well, I'm going to share some things with you. I'm going to get all this information out here. And still, you might have questions, and that's okay. Because we'll be able to talk tonight, and I've got a few folks that might share something with you. You've seen these questions. They're on the front of your bulletin. We'll get these questions out there. I want you to live with these questions for a while. These would be good table talk discussion tonight as you go into the... um, into the Family Life Center and talk to one another. During that little three minutes that we took, I had some people come to me and they said, um, you know, someone said, I'm going to be an encourager. And that's how I'm going to spend these 90 days is encouraging others to grow spiritually. That's good. That's creative. But um, 
be very specific and think about these things. Think about how you would like to grow spiritually. And by the way, let me say this. You're not going to be able to accomplish it all. You're not going to come out of this at the end of 90 days and have everything perfectly set. I would say focus on something. Do you want to get to know the Word better? Then focus on that. Do you want to improve your relationship with Christ through prayer? Then focus on that. Do you want to gather with some others? Maybe there's some accountability that you want to have in your life to overcome sin, to overcome temptation, to develop some stronger, better habits. Then gather with others to do that. Maybe you need encouragement. Then you need to find the ones who are encouragers. But focus on something And then be prayerful about God providing a way for you to meet those spiritual goals. And you can think about the people who have helped you. Maybe they're right here with you tonight. Maybe you're looking for them tonight. But go and talk to them. Let them know that they are the ones that encourage you. Maybe you're in a position where you feel like you would like to encourage others. Then let people know that. Uh, Go ahead and take some initiative on that. Sometimes Satan keeps us from growing spiritually because we say, well, you know, I'd like to ask people, but I'm afraid they would say no. You're afraid that they will say no. They might say no. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to hurt you. Let them say no. That just means there's another yes coming up that's better than what you thought about. Don't let that worry you. Uh, don't be afraid to, to reach out to people and to, to make a new friend and to set up a situation where you can say, hey, I'd, like to, I'd just like to spend some time with you. I tell young couples who are getting married all the time, I say, here's what I want you to do. I want you to find some people that they have a good, healthy marriage. They may not even know it, and that's, that's usually the people who have a healthy marriage. They don't even know it. And then I want you to go and you just follow them around. So if you get some young people saying that to you tonight, just accept the word that they're saying to you and, and build on that. What type of groups are you involved in? Maybe you are involved in groups. And you need to share that experience with others. And maybe you're looking for one. We're going to talk about how you can be involved in those tonight. Uh, Think about the specific steps that you'll take in 90 days. A lot of this is built on intention. We're going to give you the information, but that information without action won't do much. And then you can talk to any of us about what would be helpful to you during this season of growth. But, but here's the thing. Look all around you tonight, because I've had some people after the sermon this morning say, I really do want to spend this time growing. I need to do that. I really need to do that. Here's the good news. Look, look around here. You're not alone. You've got all of this help ready to go with you. Everyone here wants to do the same thing you're doing. You're in good company. So we're, we're ready. This is, I'm looking forward to that day in April, April 30th, where we experience what Jesus and the disciples experienced when they returned from their mission and they gave thanks to God for what was revealed to them. Okay, what can you do? If we're here to help one another grow, what are the possibilities? First of all, I want you to know that this information is out there. It comes in many forms. Uh, Caleb, why don't you get some help here? And I've got those two forms right there. If you guys just kind of hold these up. Now, we have two forms that our office works on. Oh, I'll show you what they look like. Uh, This is a list that features groups. Okay? This is a list that features classes on Sundays and Wednesdays. If you want one of these, raise your hand, and Caleb and Craig and their helpers will come and give you one. Okay, so let's go ahead and get those out, guys, and we'll have them in the dinner hall tonight. They'll be passing that out. Um, 
And I'm going to go over briefly, just generically, what they are. Okay? On the second Saturday, every second Saturday, there's a care group that meets. Um, whose care group is that? I should, I should know. I should, uh, I'll look on the list. Huh. That's Deborah Wilson's care group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and that information will be on here. You can contact her. We have a second Friday care group. Janiel Gamble is your contact for that. And then we have a group called the Joy Bunch. Some groups are designed around age groups. This is a 55-plus group. Joy stands for just older youth. And so they're, they're ready to get together and, and have some encouragement, have some, some uh, fun. These are options for you. They may be, okay? But the details will be given on those lists. How do we help one another grow? Some of us are going through specific periods in life where we need to focus on what it is that we're going through. We have, uh, Dina Jenkins right here has put together some of these. She works with others, uh, Phyllis Bridges. We have a caregiver support group on the third Monday of the month. Uh, Deborah Wilson works with that one, is that right? Okay, and then we have a group called Grief Share. If you've been through any sort of loss and you want to join with others to help get through that season of life, to help cope with that season of life, these might be options for you. That will start on Thursday, February 2nd. There will be more information on these uh, lists, and you can certainly get in touch with the people who are working on these. On Sunday nights... Sunday being the Lord's Day, and we come together, and you'll remember this morning in the sermon, if you were here, we talked about worship, and then grow, serve, and give. Well, we find that one of our best opportunities to grow is on, in Sunday fellowships. Now, we're certainly not limited to that. As you'll see in a bit, we can be creative. These are the groups that we know about right now, and each of them has their own, that they meet in different places, uh, they have a different focus. Some of them are centered around a particular generation. Some of them are in the process of, of, uh, of redeveloping and changing. Um, some of them have a different focus. Some of them are study groups. Some of them are fellowship groups. Um, here's what I want to do. Lee, do you have that uh, roving microphone? I want to I talk to a few people, okay? And I've got I've to travel all the way back here, so... Uh, Lou Winchell, I want to ask you about your group that's changing up, okay? Can you, t- and here's, it's, your group is open to new people, right? We're, we're, uh, we're looking to build that group up. It meets out in Lavaca, right? Yes, meet in Lavaca. We have met out there for probably eight years, and uh, we're wanting to build up again because uh, we've lost some of them for various okay. reasons, but hopefully start up again uh, in the next few weeks and you've been involved in groups before, you, yes. at, at uh, not only here but at Chennault Valley. And Chennault Valley, and, and you had Rock. good experiences with that. Very what's what's good. good about groups? What um, I think you develop a deeper spirit, and also the friendships are just everlasting. Okay. okay. Your support group, really. So you see, we're putting this out here because this may be an opportunity for you. And here's the thing: no no group ever fails. It's just a new chance for new opportunities. Would you agree, Lou? All right. I do. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, here, tell us about it. On at one of the care groups, there's WOW, which is widows or widowers, but we just like to say WOW. It's the first Sunday, I mean, first Saturday of every month, and anyone's invited. And watch the bulletin because sometimes we change the time and we change the location. We try to do something different. That's good. It was in there today. It was a big heart. And uh, so that's another option. Um, Hey, where'd Paul go? Paul, I wanted to, you, I had a good talk with Paul uh, this week and he was talking about his group. They have a group. Now their group is at, at capacity. So you see the different situations. Lou's group is wide open. They're bringing people in. The group that Paul is in with others, uh, well, you explain it. It's, it's I mean, we're, we're kind of needing to create some new options there, right? Well, we, we vary depending on who's out of town, who's, who's in town, and what situation is going on. So in some weeks we may be full, other weeks we may not be. Okay. So you just never know. And uh, we're currently meeting over at the Lions for Christ house. Okay. The, the, the Lions for Christ group have... have joined with us in that and they've been with us now five or six months and so that's that's worked really well for the last couple of weeks and uh so that's that's so people could meet college students and encourage them to come to that exactly and we have had some awesome sessions over there in 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 from all age groups from the college age all the way up so and you said something that was encouraging that some of this doesn't have to be too hard just get together with people and meet anytime right well, let me tell you a little story. Uh, last Wednesday, we went to uh, eat breakfast at our favorite restaurant in Van Buren, and these three guys had the nerve to sit at our table mm. before we got there. Oh, my. And they, they were having a mountain bikers group meeting. Those guys are rough. And those guys were sitting there, and I, I thought about that all during breakfast, and that was so awesome to be able to sit there with these guys, and they had finished by the time we got there. But to sit at a table and just share something they have in common with each other. Yeah. And, and I thought, well, that, that's an awesome thing. And why don't we just get together and just fellowship, yeah. eat breakfast on a certain Saturday of every month? Or we could just do anything that we have something in common. Now, I've noticed that you have a tendency on Sundays to invite some people out to lunch with you. Occasionally. What is the secret to that? <laughs> I'm sorry? What is the secret to that? What's the special technique that you have in doing that? Just do it. There you go. See? Wisdom tonight. You, you can do what Paul does. You can do this. So. And I, I want to tell you, that is such a blessing. I can tell you, there's a young couple on the left side of the building over there today we had for lunch. And it was a real blessing to be, sit there for two hours and just find out their, their life story. That's great. And uh, so, and it just repeats itself. You know, this, this is something that, that we enjoy and we get out of it, and uh, hopefully they do too. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. Uh, any of these other groups up here, do you want to say anything about your group or, or anything at all? Um, yeah. You have a group. Tell me about your group, John Paul. We meet for Bible study um, on Wednesday mornings at 1030. Okay. Uh, to, uh, to, to about 12, 1230. No, 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 earlier than that, about, about 12. And uh, we're looking for people. Um, it's uh, online, 
and uh, the only catch it's, it's in French. Oh. And uh, <laughs> and uh, now before you uh, pass out and uh, think, well, who's that crazy man up there? Get with me at another time, and I'll have you talking in three months. Okay. You may not be able to spell right, or you you may write run on sentences, but uh, you will talk, and uh, you will uh, learn different parts and whatnot. You you can you can get around. You can function. Wednesdays at ten thirty. Ten thirty. Okay. Yep. And. Uh, they probably will address, some of them will address you in English. They won't talk to me in English. They said, no way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they'll probably say a couple of words to you in English. All right. Well, that's good. But you can fellowship with others online. And that is a creative way to do this. Let me go to my next um, uh, point here. Some other things you need to know about how, the, how we help one another grow. Uh, Sunday mornings at 930, one of those handouts you have uh, that has to do with classes. We put all the information out there about the different classes that we have. And uh, if you're interested in one of those, you need to talk to the people who lead that or talk to the office. On Sunday nights at 6, we have a group that meets up here. Um, and you'll notice that a lot of the, these groups meet oh, around 5, some of them at 6, some of them in the afternoon. There's just a whole range of them. So in some cases, you can do both. But I like to call the Sunday night group the deep end of the pool, okay? Because we, this is where you get into some serious study. If study, if uh, interesting stuff, if you're the kind of person who wants to know, okay, which came first, the exodus or the exile? You know, if you're the kind of person who wants to know um, uh, where did Cain get his wife? If you're the kind of person that wants to know what languages did we get the Bible in? Those sort of things. And there's a place for that. This is a group for you. In fact, uh, I'll be telling you more about what's coming up on that starting next week. Uh, Wednesday nights at 7, we've got some opportunities for classes as well. And then you have the Tuesday morning groups. You have wings, which means women in God's service. You have the men's group. Uh, uh, Mings didn't make sense, so they just call it the men's group. Okay. Ming is the bad guy in Flash Gordon, so they didn't want to be associated with that. But the men's group meets, and they've been growing. That group has been growing, and um, they meet in the conference room. I think you might be about to outgrow that, that room, but hey, it's good. And then on Wednesday at 10, you have, at 10 o'clock, you have another women's group, and now John Paul's told us about another Wednesday opportunity. Um, on February 5 at 6 p.m., this is the beginning of an eight-week study called The Bible is History. Joel, you want to preview that and tell them anything about it? it, it that starts, uh, I don't think there's anything going on next Sunday night around that time, is there? So, no? Yeah, we, uh, Nothing we'll, worth we'll watching? We'll have an eight-week so. study. I'm sorry. We'll have an eight-week study talking about uh, just the basic premises of the Bible and history. Uh, please bring your questions. Uh, but we're, it, it will not, we're not going to get into anything like evolution or anything like that. We're talking about... Uh, post-Noah history. It's like this. If you've ever read the Bible and you've wondered, what else is going on in the world when this was happening? Right. This is going to give you what's called context. And context will help you understand Scripture better, which is going to help you grow spiritually. Joel's going to be teaching that class for eight weeks starting on February 5, so that is an option for you as well. Uh, During this 90-day period, there's one other opportunity, Um, and that's a mission trip. And we've got two groups going, and I'm going to let Rick O'Dell tell you about this. Rick, would you say it's fair to say we often call this the youth group mission trip, but that's not an accurate description, is it? 
No. Yes. Rick's going to invite you to Guatemala. Go ahead. Can I stand up here? Yes, please. Um, I've had the privilege of leading, uh, I don't know, probably more than 50 different mission trips uh, internationally to Mexico, to Honduras, to uh, Puerto Rico, and then uh, this last year to Guatemala. We've been to Germany. We've been, we go every year to Bulgaria. I've been to a lot of different places. And it's not, it's not simply for uh, the travel and the experience in that vein. It's about giving people the opportunity to put themselves in a position in a situation where it's going to challenge their faith, and it will absolutely cause them to grow. Um, <clears throat> these, these trips are never youth group trips. They're youth, tr- youth group-led trips. How many of y'all have been on, a, on a, one of these mission trips with me before? Raise your hand. So you can see a lot of people, Oscar, you are here. I didn't know you were here. Bienvenidos. Um, but these trips are not just a bunch of kids running around and the adults go and they have to be in charge of the kids. That's not how this works at all. Uh, they are part of a mission team and you will, you know, hammer nails or, or pour concrete or teach the Bible or, or interact with, with brothers and sisters in these different countries uh, in, a, in a firsthand manner with other people from this church. And relationships get built that are literally lifelong. Um, one of the challenges that we always have in, in church, I think, is how in the world do we mix up the generation? of people at church. Uh, we, we, we are not set up that way. I, I don't like traditional youth ministry for that very reason because it separates the youth group from everybody else and only the few parents that you can kind of convince to help you out. Uh, and, and by the way, I am not going to Joy Bunch. I'm 55 years old. Can I just say that? I'm insulted by that. But anyway, and I had elders texting me, asking me if I was going to go to the next meeting just a minute ago. It was awful. Anyway, um, but I, I want you to know, and I don't care what your ability is, I don't care uh, if what your health situation is, I promise you there is some role that you can play. Uh, it, it may be sweeping the floor, it may be uh, straightening nails, it may be teaching people about God. Last year we had a couple of dads that went, and, and they actually helped and, and uh, put together uh, this electronic laser thing that's computer-guided, and it's really cool. Uh, but they were geeking out over that. Some of you ArcBest people can, were like going, really? I want to know about that, and I'll tell you about it later, as little, limited as my knowledge is about that stuff. But it was really an awesome thing, and you just have no idea the opportunity that God is going to present you, not only to do something good that's going to benefit them, but it's going to change you and affect you every bit as much or more than that. Anybody that's been, you agree with that? Say amen. Okay. Thank you, Rick. Um, and we have, we've seen spiritual growth in, in those who've gone, and some of the local ministries that are taking place are encouraged by people who've gone. Uh, which reminds me then, I want to talk to Josh. I know you went on one of these trips, and it's a, it, it influenced you then and your family to do work here. But also, you were telling me about just some spiritual growth that you do in your family. You want to share with us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, what Rick's talking about, those trips have totally changed my life, and the people around here, a lot of these people have, have gone on those trips, and it just opened your eyes to a different way of, of living in the world, and, and uh, really opened your eyes to uh, what we have here, but for me, the growth that came out of that was uh, pushed me into another kind of growth with my family. Um, we do devos. Every day, every morning when we wake up, 
Uh, it's very simple. We wake up, we read the Bible together, a, a small piece of the Bible, and, and we pray together. It's about 15 minutes every morning, and uh, we start the morning off like that every morning. And uh, it's a great way to start the morning, great way to start the day. And uh, Sunday nights also, Chris has talked about all these things. Our family's gotten to the age to where it's very hard for us to uh, go out and be a part of these groups. So we have our own group at the house. It's us five. Uh, uh, we get the, uh, the week together. We, we look forward to what we're going to do that week, and we pick some scripture out, and we talk together, we pray together, and, and we plan out the week. So uh, there's a lot of spiritual growth that can be done, whether you, you're meeting together with the rest of our church family or you're just meeting uh, together with your own family at home. That's great. Uh, Josh is telling you this uh, because, and I asked him to share that, because I want that to be an example to all of us that, again, there's, uh, there are all sorts of possibilities here. Um, this is the part that I really like. With all of that that's out there on those forms and on this PowerPoint and everything you heard, somebody could still be saying, I don't see anything for me. I don't see something for me. Good. Good. Because that may mean that God wants you to start something new. Or that may mean that God wants you to gather with just a few others, just two or three, and be involved in something. There's so much going on. I've given you all of the official, formal gatherings that, that sort of make it easy. But there's no way we can talk about all of the different groups that are getting together. Uh, people that are, are meeting up, uh, men and women who are just gathering during the week, having coffee, but they've got a commitment. They've got a commitment that every, every Tuesday at 2, a, 2 p.m., 2 a.m., those are some really dedicated people if they get together at 2 a.m. But it happens. Things like that happen. But people who will just get together and they will commit to this um, spiritual growth. And we can do it for 90 days. So you may want to take advantage of all these and in addition do something like this. It may grow out of one of those classes that you're in. But if you're worrying that you don't see anything or you're not sure, don't let that discourage you. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. Because that just means that God is setting you up to do something new. Be creative about it. I'll bring another point from the sermon this morning back up again. When you're serious about growing your crops and cultivating your food, you're going to get ingenious about the way you do that. Those old cultivator machines had all those gears and springs and levers on them, and I was always fascinated by how they worked. They were rusted up, they were beat up, but they were still put together. And I was taking them apart and, and trying to figure out how they worked. If you haven't seen the movie The Martian, okay, that's, uh, that's, I, I like that movie. Because he's got to grow potatoes on Mars. And what's motivating him is not to be the first in science. It's because he has to survive. He has to eat. And when you get determined, you can do this. Now, God is on our side and giving us the grace to do this. You've got friends. You've got family. You've got people right here in this room who, who will encourage you. So be creative. I'm going to give you one small way uh, to get involved. In this way, we're going to um, try to um, 
Uh, that's our questions. Let me get to the next one. Here you go. Here's an idea. If, uh, if you want to do this, I'm inviting you to be a part of this. This is one simple thing to take us through the whole 90 days. Uh, if you've got a, a mobile phone and you want to join us in a growing season prayer, if you will text at prayer 30, don't ask me about 30. It's just, it's there. Just accept it, okay? You're like, but this is 90 days. Yeah, I know. Okay. Just text at prayer 30 to 81010. And every day you'll get one text, just one, just one text. You won't get spammed and a thousand texts a day. One text. And it'll have the prayer focus that all of us who are involved in this are praying in. So um, there's that information if you want to be a part of that. We'll be praying for spiritual growth. We'll be praying for the growth of this church. And by the way, these prayers will be different than what you... We have our published prayer lists out there. Pray for this, pray for that. We're going to be praying about spiritual growth, which sometimes will lead us into a different kind of prayer. Praying that we come to know Jesus more. Praying that we feel God's grace today. Praying that we understand what the cross is about. Those sort of prayers are going to be the focus of this. Um, This is an exciting venture, and I want you to read Luke 10 uh, before tomorrow. Yeah. And one of the things you'll see is that when Jesus sends his disciples out, he tells them it won't necessarily be easy. That people will reject them. They're going to run into obstacles. They're not going to have everything that they think that they need. But at the same time, he's telling them that amazing things are going to happen. And at the end of that mission, they do get together and they celebrate and they give thanks to God. Just imagine what could happen in our church family. I encourage our friends at Iglesia de Cristo on Johnson Street to do the same thing. Be creative in your own way for 90 days. I love the fact that we have this relationship with this congregation and with the Lao congregation. And uh, who knows what could happen? We have a God who's able to do immeasurably more. So let's uh, launch into it. We're going to sing that song again that, uh, that Lee mentioned that he led us in. And then after that, Oscar, will you lead us in prayer and send us out for the meal at that point? And you can pray in either language. I don't, I don't care. God, God knows them both. And, uh, and then, by the way, if you, need, if, you, if you are wanting to take communion tonight, this will be your opportunity to do that. And then come and share a meal with the rest of us. So, Lee, why don't you lead us in song? Let's stand up, and then Oscar will send us out in prayer. <laughs>